3: Hello. Hello! The Bud Pod the Bud is 18!
1: Ooh, fizzy. Ooh.
3: Ah! Mm. The Bud Pod's first legal beer.
1: Uh, you've got... Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 we don't have a strong position on uh, brands. Yeah. So, you've you've gone for a, a punk IPA. I've got
3: a punk IPA to, is- to ring in uh, the the, the podcast's... Um, fledgling adulthood.
1: There's nothing more punk than ale.
3: <laughs> There's nothing more punk and anti-establishment in drinking a 5,000 year old beer <laughs> that your father loves. <laughs>
1: what could be more punk than drinking
3: what Nigel Farage drinks? <laughs> but it is a little hoppy I suppose. I'm always a little conflicted about punk um, brewdog. Yeah. Because their beers are actually very delicious. But Christ, are they're lame. Yeah. They're so naff All the marketing is like, um, oh, uh, we found these uh, hops in our bicycle. Well, yeah. I know, not know. that <laughs> okay, up. But like... Yeah.
1: This, this beer uh, was inspired by the, the taste of uh, the morning after a download festival. Right,
3: right, that's it. Sorry, that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. Doing. I wonder if there's anything on the box. I won't look at it. Uh, but yeah, it's trying to imbue a drink with a lifestyle, which is not new in advertising, I suppose.
1: But it's just, always irritating.
3: The punkiest thing they could do is just gone. Yeah, no, it's beer.
1: Yeah, it's beer. Drink it, you loser. Yeah. You piece of shit. Um, although the advertising stuff uh, restrictions for booze in the UK are very strong, uh-huh. the way you have the way you're allowed to advertise it, like um, you can't advertise it as a replacement for anything. You can't advertise it as like it just tastes better than drinks that don't have booze in. You could sort of loosely imply it, but not really. Right. It's very like that's why so many like I'm drinking uh, one of those Guinness things cans that's got a noodle in it.
3: A noodle? Oh, like the the scuba little frothing. scuba yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: um and like that's why all the apparently I have a friend was telling me that um because he works in the booze industry and he was saying that's why the Guinness ads tend to be so abstract because that's one of the easiest ways of just avoiding all this crap
3: mm-hmm
1: they just go right it's a horse and it turns out the horse is Guinness there <laughs> buy some fucking Guinness <laughs>
3: <laughs> in in Malaysia where I grew up in Sabah, um it's called something like the Sabah effect but uh Sabah, state in Borneo, has the highest import of Guinness in the world or something. Oh, yeah? Like, it has a lot of Guinness export, which is different. It's, it tastes like a, a malty health drink. It's very yes. sour.
1: It was invented... The sour malty version of Guinness was invented uh, in response, I think, to the West African market. Oh, okay. Nigeria and Ghana and stuff, because, like, you know, malt drink's very popular in that part of the world. And so they are like, right, let's make Guinness more like... Uh, well, and, like, African... Certainly, like, like, like native black South African traditional beer is made from sorghum, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a lot more, like, sour and malty. Sorghum. Sorghum beer, yeah. yeah that sounds old. And the only reason I know that is because my, uh, my grandfather was a biochemist. Uh-huh. He was a big nerd. And he was, uh, he never drank, but he was um, a brewing amazing. scientist.
3: Have a beer, nerd?
1: Yeah. And also he's been... Well,
3: he, he never drank, but he studied it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, the whole time it was just like, oh, it could be so delicious to... Although maybe once beer becomes something in a test tube, you're like, I don't want to drink that, that's poison.
3: It's been a busman's holiday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, sometimes when we do a gig and someone in our family says, want to hear a joke, and you go, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the last thing I want to hear right now. Tell yeah. me something tragic.
1: Also, Also, when someone in your family says, do you want to hear a joke if you say yes and they tell you the joke, the best case scenario is that it is good and they can tell that you're really surprised. Right. And that's still insulting. Because, right. Because they can see that you're surprised that they told a good joke.
3: <laughs>
1: it's still not good for them. Like, you'll yeah. still it seem rude. So the, either the alternatives are, I will laugh, but I'll still be surprised and I'll be rude. Or I won't laugh and you'll be like, no. Oh.
3: I, I sometimes will get told a joke by some dude. <laughs> After a gig or something. And it's always fucking ghastly. Very racist. Very sexist something. And I always laugh. Yeah. I always laugh at how horrible it is. Because I find that very funny. I find horrible things very funny. But then I feel bad because I've encouraged them to keep telling the joke. But I've only laughed at it because it's so horrible. And
1: at some point they'll stand up at Christmas dinner while someone is led away from the family dining table crying. And they'll say... Phil Wang liked it!
3: He said it was good!
1: I think I go, well... He
3: said it was interesting!
1: <laughs> he laughed and was shaking his head a lot.
3: <laughs>
1: while he was laughing. He kept saying,
3: oh boy, and wow. He kept saying, wow! He was amazed by it. He was he wowed. Was, he was literally wowed
1: <laughs> by this joke. You're all you're Philistines for He's not Philistine. getting that. Your fans should be called Philistines.
3: But then it makes them sound like they're dumb to like
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then maybe you could be that kind of, you know, like those celebrities who are, like, rude in a fun way to all their fans? Right. You degenerates, you know?
3: Well, fa- a couple of people who follow me have floated uh, the wankers. Mm. Wankers. But I just think that's too horrible.
1: It's also statistically just sort of obvious, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's true. It doesn't For really everyone's people, you know? Yeah. Um, how weird, how surreal would it be if a random girl came up to you after a gig and told you a joke? Wouldn't that make you feel like you'd gone insane?
3: Uh, so if instead of the usual, which is a dude coming up and telling me a joke...
1: Yeah, instead of the yeah. usual, which is either a dude who is sort of really sort of immature looking, like he looks like a 19-year-old on a night out, or a guy who's 43? Yeah, Those are the two yeah. options that you have. Uh, instead, if it was just like... Like, what would be the most surreal, like, where you can't even think, oh, this is them flirting with me because they like the show. Like, it's like a lady in her 40s who doesn't even, isn't even drunk and and just completely just wants to tell you a joke. I've
3: got a joke for you. Yeah, you can't, yeah. I can't can't
1: even picture that happening.
3: Yeah.
1: I would, I would think something was going on, but I don't know what. I'd be very suspicious.
3: Yeah. It'd be like, am I... Is this documentary? Is a camera somewhere? <laughs> yeah. wow. How weird is that? Yeah, mm. It just wouldn't
1: happen. What's um? I was about to say, what's the worst joke you ever... No, uh, let's not go down that road. Because uh, I can only imagine they are harrowing on the basis of some of the jokes I've been told.
3: I have such a bad memory, I can't. Oh, but you get told uh, extra horrible things because you're South African. Yeah. Right? People...
1: <laughs> and they they it's like um, it's it's an even. <laughs> It's an even grosser feeling than when you walk past some of those doorways in Soho and, like, the lady leaning out the doorway has ignored, like, ten people and then they, like, look at they point at you, oh, you do, one of us, huh? What what about my appearance suggests that I'm the perv of, like, the ten people who've just walked past? They've, They've looked at you and gone, you're in for this kind of a... Human trafficking experience?
3: Or the, the person flying for a nightclub? Yeah, that bothers everyone until you turn up. They're just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you want to see the prostitute on the road? Yeah, right?
1: there's a this. She's leaning out the door. You can't miss her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get told really horrifying uh, things quite a lot because uh, I'm a white South African. So everyone kind of thinks in their head, like, I know what he likes. I know what'll float his boat. Yeah,
3: I um, I sometimes um, disappoint myself with what I will put up with.
1: Yeah,
3: out of politeness.
1: I've 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 seen we've we did a, that gig together where there was that middle a couple in like their early sixties. Yeah, it was that old uh, that old gig above the Queen's head near Piccadilly Circus. Remember?
3: Oh, of course.
1: And they were like, uh,
3: I was talking about. Yes, well, I was on. I was doing my set, and I was um, talking about being Chinese and that, and people are enjoying it. Why wouldn't they be? I'm adorable, and I eventually say, "But I'm I'm half white. My mum's white," and this lady goes, oh, yeah. I thought your hair looked normal." <laughs> yeah. So like, what? And she said, yeah, "You got normal hair, ain't ya?" I was like, normal? <laughs> so she, she, she couldn't quite get the measure of me because I looked Chinese, but my hair was too normal to be.
1: Chinese. Your hair was t- just too human <laughs> for you to possibly be Chinese.
3: And it wasn't it, her husband after we got off stage. as you, me, and Nish had also been on. Nish might been on. Mm. And we'd all been talking about race. And he said, "That's good show, but can we, can we leave it with the race stuff? can we not talk about race? Eh? Can we not talk about racism and race? And then I said, oh, did you feel particularly targeted by those bits?
1: Because we were talking about how racists are stupid.
3: Yeah. And he said, yes. <laughs> 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 and I just, we just, I just looked at him as if maybe the penny would drop.
1: As if he would go like... <laughs> it's, it, it's an, it was an incredible admission to watch happen live. And he really stuck with it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I, uh, I felt very put upon here at the anti-Nazi rally or whatever. It was so surreal. Although you did a very funny improvisation back to the woman. Oh yeah. You said, uh, "Good, good old-fashioned normal hair, like King Henry used to have." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I did the accent. I don't you did.
1: You did. You did. did, did. Totally. Oh, that doesn't sound. I don't.
3: I'm, uh, that sounds did, braver than I. No,
1: do. no. This was like four interruptions in. Okay. This wasn't your immediate reaction. This was like after you. After you try and really interrogate what this fucking woman was about. Yeah, and they were like your classic brexity sort of grey hair. We've just come in from Bimblesborough for a day out in London, and they were there and they're sort of wind cheaters, you know. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and they and they were
3: they were very upset that we not criticism. wind breakers. They don't break wind. They, they cheat. They cheat wind.
1: Obviously, <laughs> we break Obviously wind on break wind.
3: <laughs> Obviously, we break wind on Bud Pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes, well, Bud Pod is a now proud 18. Um, we're legal to drink. Uh, I hope uh, you're drinking along. Mm. Um, if, if, if you don't drink alcohol, please uh, drink along with something non-alcoholic. And uh, tweet Milk. us. Uh, tweet, yeah, tweet us what... Tweet us what, uh, what drinks yeah. Tweet
1: us a picture of what you're drinking while you listen.
3: <laughs> yes, um, and we would like to, the headphones or the radio or whatever to be in the shot as well. That would be nice. Um, yeah, just, just uh, send in your photos of how you're celebrating uh, Bud Pod's 18th birthday.
1: Yes, please. And uh, if you don't... Please
3: don't show show us you fucking your phone or something. <laughs> fucking your laptop. Because you could have done that at 16.
1: Or, or drinking you. piss. <laughs> or anything. We're doing a big poo. Anything weird. <laughs> that would freak us out. Yeah. Um, if you don't drink booze... Well, first of all, drink responsibly. If you do drink booze. Uh, if you don't drink booze, but if you don't drink
3: booze, drink responsibly.
1: Yeah, don't drink a hundred liters of milk. You'll yeah, die. Yeah,
3: you'll
1: get sick. I can only assume you'd die. I
3: don't think you'd be able to get to.
1: Isn't that a, that was, that was a challenge on Jackass or similar? It's
3: like it's the eight, it's the gallon challenge. The Is gallon challenge.
1: No one can drink a gallon of milk. Yeah. Which you think someone must be able to?
3: I'm sure. I mean, there, there are people who like eat light bulbs. There's got to be a <laughs>
1: hero out there in the dark somewhere. With a big. Ho-
3: out there in the dark!
1: A hollow belly begging for milk. Yeah. Somewhere. You'd think so, wouldn't you?
3: Um, if you can drink more than a gallon of milk, tweet in.
1: Tweet us a picture of your horrifyingly distended belly. Which it turns out is a type of porn.
3: No. Yeah, boy. Distended bellies? Uh huh. Like ha- after having eaten too much? Yeah. For God's sake! <laughs>
1: <laughs> there is no limit to humans' ability to get horned up on absolute nonsense.
3: The specificity of it.
1: Yes, it's weird. Um, I spend, I, I spend, I spend too much time on Twitter. But I have fr- friends who spend even more time on Twitter and the internet than I do, and they send me uh, horrifying memes and things from Reddit and stuff. And hmm. So you just end up learning these things about humanity that you didn't need to know. But, uh, yeah, disten- distended bellies, that's a whole category. That's a whole thing.
3: Uh, w- what is the most surprising thing you've been turned on by?
1: Most surprising thing I've been yeah, turned like, on like by? Yeah,
3: like that you saw something and you go, ooh, and you went, oh, what well, was I like, <laughs> Um. What is the strangest kink you, I mean, you don't have to divulge this, but is there anything that has happened and turned you on and surprised you?
1: Ooh. Uh, well, when I was younger, I was I f- found like some cartoon characters very attractive.
3: Sure. Um, which
1: which the internet has Ms. led Rabbit. me to believe is common, but I don't Ms. think Thread? it's actually that common. Oh, the the Mrs. Rabbit or whatever, with but she wasn't. but um, well, she was still like a hu- human. She was humanoid.
3: What about well, the um, the uh, Lady Rabbit in Space Jam?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Lola Bunny. Lola.
3: Bunny, even the name's sexy. Lola Bunny. Like, sorry, I should clarify that's me smacking my finger, not yes, no, just yes. got my dick out.
1: Phil Phil <laughs> Phil got hard, got his dick out, and started spanking it.
3: That's how much Within a
1: second of me saying the name Lola Bunny. That's how immediate the effect was. It was Proustian Lola Bunny, um like so many of the characters in like uh the Robin Hood.
3: Oh yeah the, the fox. yeah, the fox. Yeah. All dude. the fox, both of them. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the dude's really sexy,
1: they bo- That that might maybe would be the surprise. they are one.
3: really great to thigh gaps. You know what God, their thighs are far apart. Those two foxes. <laughs> wow, they've
1: got such, such animalistic hip structure. They're gonna get hip dysplasia like an Alsatian when they're older. Hmm. <laughs> Have you got anything in mind?
3: One has... Turn me on by surprise. Um, the occasional politician. Oh yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the lot of newsreaders, Joanna Gosling. Who's that? She's a BBC newsreader. I oh really. Think she's- I think,
1: so I think newsreaders must be like the next category of people who get all the stalkers and lunatics, right?
3: Like Emily M- Metlis as well. Metlis? Yes, 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 she's yes. She's incredibly yes, yes, sexy yes. just because how terrifying she is.
1: Yes, she's got pointy eyes. Yeah. Her eyes point right
3: at you. Hey! Who? Oh, what did you mean by that? Oh, no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fair. Mm. Well, yeah, she, she. Someone like her, she feels like not so much a journalist, but... Something the news itself has created to protect itself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she's so, like the Agent Smith.
1: So she's the avatar of the news.
3: Yeah, of like, the truth or something.
1: Like, like how in a lot of fantasy, if there's like a god of thunder, yeah. they'll, they'll have like a representative on Earth who's like half as powerful. Right, okay, yeah. It's like the god of... The, the force of thunder channels through its earthly host. Mm. That's what an avatar was, you know, or mm. is. Um, yeah, she's, she is the news. Like like uh she can turn at you and speak and like you know when they have like a hundred voices at once.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: was You're watching BBC News
3: <laughs> ah!
1: If she looks at you with the power of all news, you just say your secrets. Like Wonder Woman's truth rope. Yeah,
3: and you always say, This is the news and then you tell your your secrets. <laughs> 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 it's just in, and then you tell your secrets.
1: And then uh, in between every secret there's a big bong. Like Big Ben. (laughs) I embezzle money from my place of work. Bong. (laughs) But you don't do the bong. It just happens in the room around you. (laughs) Oh, and here, the reason I... Watch out. Try to stay away from the edge of the road there. Um, the, The reason we're here is because ah uh, the this roundabout is is said the 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 local legend is that it's haunted
3: it's haunted roundabout
1: it's yes the roundabout is a it's haunted and there have been sightings of of what a go, a go uh, ghosts a ghost right Yeah. Okay.
3: On the the roundabout? Yes. Or like circling it like a car?
1: Uh, on? On. In the middle? On the end? end. On the, uh, yes, in the middle.
3: I'm not sure what you're getting at. I'm starting to regret uh, buying tickets for this ghost
1: tour. Well, no, because the the ghost, the car, but the sightings. There have been sightings.
3: Right? They're in the
1: local paper. It's well established. Right?
3: Yeah, what have people seen?
1: Well, they've seen a man, a desperate man trying to convince people of things. He stands in the centre of the roundabout, okay. and he's waving his hands, and he's saying, "You have to believe me," and uh, something about a town hall, I think.
3: Right. So is this ghost maybe saying, um, "Please believe me, this roundabout is haunted."
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny you should say that. That was one of the, a cab, a local cab driver, said, quoted the ghost.
3: Yeah. Well, this ghost sounds a lot like. Uh, well, it sounds a lot like you, doesn't it? It sounds like people are well, reporting you as as a ghost well. of the Roundabout, and I actually don't think that the report in the newspaper was of a ghost of the Roundabout. I think the, the report probably went something like: Crazy local continues to rip off tourists. Well, it was only mys- have themselves to blame for wanting to go on holiday to Swindon. Well
1: it was a mysterious sighting, and they've never found
3: who it was. Well, I'm sure they have, because it's you.
1: Well, no, because they, it's, it would have been in the paper as well. They would, they would have said, unmasked the ghost has been.
3: Well, it's probably that they, you're, they don't care who you are. The, 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 paper, the story just probably went, strange local man, well, sh- shouting coherently from roundabout about s- ghosts.
1: Strange.
3: Okay. Ah. I think gained that some kind of victory. But-
1: yes. Ghosts are strange.
3: Right, but but there are no ghosts, it's just you.
1: Or is it?
3: Yes. But look, if you just guide us back without getting us run over, I won't ask for our refund.
1: Fair enough. You and I went on a little troll hunt the other day. What? <laughs> <Boy,
3: laughs> you and I hitched up our pickup, got our internet guns. Well I, I tweeted something which I thought was very um good observation yes about uh, the show uh, Chernobyl and um, it's not much of a spoiler everyone knows it now but there's a, an episode where a bunch of dogs get killed yeah because they're contaminated
1: as, as you would imagine that some dogs would get killed as part of you know a, a tremendous huge nuclear disaster
3: and um, and I was reading a review of Chernobyl that's called those scenes the most difficult to watch
1: and, and just so the listener knows, and just so to confirm, because I haven't seen it, am I correct in saying, Phil, they're saying the scenes with the dogs getting shot are the most difficult to watch. However, there is a bit where someone essentially melts.
3: Melts into a jelly, slowly, in detail. In great pain. Yeah. And, like, going... Like, the makeup artist, like, went deep dive research into what would happen if you were exposed to a lot of radiation Ugh. and basically realized you, you melt slowly and painfully into a red jelly. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: And they don't shy away from showing you.
1: No, I've seen a screenshot of, of, a, of a, what I immediately assumed was a corpse yeah. from a million years ago, still but it was actually st- like a living fireman. And
3: they're still like... <sighs> so they're still talking like that. Ugh. And they're still so irradiated, they're put in steel coffins in the ground while their family watch and covered in concrete. Jesus Christ. But the bit where Fido gets a quick painless death (laughs) to the face is the most difficult thing to watch. Fucking hell. And so I tweeted that and and then signed it off with fuck me white people. Which? Which is a sort of running joke in uh, among non-white people that white people love dogs a creepy amount.
1: Yes. Which
3: Uh, I think you would admit to because you... You really like your dogs.
1: I love my dogs.
3: But you also have to admit that it's a uniquely white thing to really, really love your dogs. Yes.
1: Well, see, uh, uh, as a a white South African, I am not coddled by being the majority in the country where I'm from. (laughs) And therefore, I've never been able to pretend that anything I do is normal in the sense that it's what everyone does. Mm Because it hasn't been. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love dogs. And even I don't love dogs as much as I would say Midwestern Americans seem to love their dogs. Yeah. Or a lot of British people seem to love their dogs. where well, they just a let them do whatever they want. Of,
3: a lot of Southern English people love their
1: dogs. But also, like, in, in, South Africa is still a... Even, like, the white people in South Africa who love their dogs more than a lot of other ethnic groups on average. <laughs> which is definitely true. Uh, we, it's still, they're still like a workman like, well, the dog ideally is like home security or, like, people are still pretty strict with them, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's probably how British people treated their dogs in 1910. Where it's like, right. it's not living inside, it's living like a farm dog in the garden in a sort of waterproof cage. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not letting it jump on the couch and piss on my child's cot or whatever the fuck.
3: But now they're sort of family members with special Treatment. And I, I they're, like start- a,
1: they're like a really ill relative.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They
1: have to sleep on the floor and they run around.
3: And so once I tweeted this, once I, t- once I tweeted this, I got a bunch of retweets, a bunch of likes, a bunch of people going ha 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 ha. But eventually, I started getting people who are quite annoyed by it and the kind, the type of tedious fucks who say dogs are better than people. Yeah. And then all the racists started. <laughs> <laughs> now obviously there's a pretty obvious. A uh, line to go down when uh, a visibly Chinese person says that dogs might not be the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, that line was trampled on again and again and again by these people.
1: There were, the, the rush to go down that line by racists, it was like the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> they They were cramming on board that lifeboat and uh, <laughs> rowing furiously.
3: And yeah. at first a couple were just like... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you probably wanted to eat them, do you? Uh, well, you probably wanted to eat them, didn't you? And I, I, re- I read that and I was expecting you, and I went because ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I like that kind of joke. But eventually, it just got like proper racist, like you probably butter them up, don't you, you stupid chink? At least wh- <laughs> one, one was like, at least white people are real people. <laughs> and I was like, huh, huh. but <laughs> I'm so desensitized to this. I started screenshotting them and I texted them to you and said, should I report these? Because <laughs> it got to the point where they were so violent that they were. I guess illegal.
1: Oh, they're very much so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Very much so. And you're
3: like, oh, yeah, you should. And so we just sort of double-team scrolling. It took me like an hour.
1: It takes ages. Although the funniest thing was like when you report a tweet and it goes, okay, this is the one tweet. Uh, You can report up to five. Yeah. Do you want to pick any other ones?
3: Yeah. To
1: back up your case or whatever the fuck. And like up till then, the only tweet I've seen from this person is their one racist tweet at you. And then uh, i click a report to go, do you want to pick, and, and, and the tweets it choo- lets you choose, like the next four, are they most recent? Yeah. And it was like, the top one was like, hey, Phil, you're a subhuman or whatever. <laughs> and then the next four would be like, just, oh, Muslims are even, like, it, like it, would, it would, and like, Jews, and I'd be like, well, I could just highlight uh, all of these. And it was yeah. either, the first five are all like, straight out of Hitler's dreams. Or it would be like, fill a subhuman. And then the next four would be like, tweeting at BBC Weather, will it be sunny in Felixstowe? My d- grandson was having a barbecue or some mad fucking old people on Twitter shit. Yeah. Also, a yeah. lot of the worst tweets you got were from people like, with dog pictures as their like account picture. And all of these people are either, the picture is the picture of their pet, dog or cat, or it's the most ugly, like, pallid, gloopy middle England, middle-aged person selfie you've ever seen. It's taken from, like, bollock level. (laughs) There's a triple chin. They look bright red or ghostly pale. Uh, they're all bald. Even, men or women, doesn't matter. They're all just bald. They all look like, it's like Uncle Fester just taking a selfie. And they're all furious with your funny Chernobyl tweet. (laughs) Fuck me, though. It was a cesspit.
3: It was absolutely terrible. Uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah, the most, that's the most racist piece I've ever got online.
1: Most of these trolls...
3: Yeah, have nothing else. That's why they do it. It's actually why I leave them alone most of the time, because that's all they have.
1: They live in a scene from the movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cups and
3: mould and yeah. like big they're, they're, paint. Like, they're that guy that everyone is shocked is still alive He's <laughs> breathing, <laughs> ah! he's breathing And His and,
1: that's, and Dr. Cox from Scrubs gets really freaked out because he got really close to your face That's who that is mm, Oh yeah of course, it's, yeah, the guy it's Dr. Cox from Scrubs yeah. He leans really close into the guy to say, you got what you deserved and the yeah. guy goes <laughs> and scares the crap out of him <laughs> It's yeah. such a
3: great, terrible movie.
1: It's um, if you watch it when you're a teenager, it, nothing more is not, no, There's nothing more profoundly horrifying because it's such a nihilistic film.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But um, the sound mixing is dreadful. Is it? It's impossible to. You cannot hear what they are saying. And and I was like, is this just me? And I looked it up, and like there are the comments saying, yeah, are um, reviews saying, it sounds like it's mixed in mud. And I just did not realize how it got to that point. You cannot understand. That's bizarre. I have quite bad hearing. It seems with films, anyway, but, that but sometimes they do hard to fuck it up. hardly hear it at all. Anyway, we didn't come here to talk about the film Seven. All right, we came here to drink beers and celebrate our podcast's eighteenth <laughs> birthday. Yeah. I don't. Do you, do you remember what you did for eighteenth birthday? Uh.
1: Yes. I i think i do yeah it's a sort of house party thing
3: you had cool parents yeah i I remember before i turned 18 in bath there was one pub where well that was known for serving underage people like not really checking and i went in there once before i was 18. i feel like i'm in my memory i was completely alone but i can't have been and i went up to the guy in the bar and i said can i have a pint of Cronenberg 1664, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> he used to say the whole name. <laughs> could, I please
1: have a, could I please have a pint of Guinness stout bottled and brewed in uh, Dublin, please?
3: <laughs> Can I have a pint of Cronenberg 1664? And he said, do you have any ID? And he, I said, no. And then he said, well, I can't serve you then. And then I said, is there anything you can do? <laughs> Is there anything, but like, 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 I was a mobster handing over like a thousand dollars. Yeah. In my hand. Yeah. But I wasn't. I wasn't offering him anything. I just said, Is there anything you can do? As if he would go, Yeah, all right. I'll just <laughs> jeopardize my job. My license. Because you've asked.
1: To me, it sounds if like... If anything,
3: you, you've you now confirmed to me that you are underage whilst asking me to take this risk.
1: Yeah, I was right to ask. It sounds to me like you are someone who's just been told they had a terrible illness.
3: <laughs> Is yeah. there
1: anything you can do? I'm afraid not. I see. <laughs>
3: oh, I'll start making my arrangements then.
1: <laughs> to drink at home in secret. Yeah. I um, Yeah, we had... The, the underage drinking on the island was... And I assume still is pretty, pretty big. Um, because yeah, everyone sort of had quite cool parents and also they all didn't know. people just didn't care. It's just no one cared that much. They wouldn't like get, let you have like vodka. Well, I mean, but like beers yeah. or, you know,
3: you get in a car, what are you going to crash into?
1: <laughs> well, that, that they would be more worried about, but yeah, that's in the countryside. It's like, well, trees and cows, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but what did, you, what did you do for your 18th?
3: I genuinely cannot remember. I would have been in Bath. I had like three friends. I don't. Fuck. I, I asked this question presuming I would have my own story. But I can't for the life of me remember what it is. God, that's depressing. <laughs>
1: well, this is part of uh, um, uh, listener. Phil is very worried that his mind is rotting. <laughs> and
3: in this case, I think it is more that it was so unremarkable that it does more of memory.
1: It, well, you, 16, you went to the Italian restaurant. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, 18. Fuck. What was that's it?
3: Too. I wonder. Eighteen. You must have just
1: gone to a pub or something, right? Or maybe to a restaurant and with booze.
3: Probably you know what? I was a restaurant boy. I've always You're, been a restaurant you've boy. You've always been
1: a restaurant boy.
3: Probably a restaurant.
1: You've always been a fine diner.
3: Yeah. A I fine think. diner. A
1: fine diner.
3: Mm, look at how much he's eating. He is a fine
1: diner. He's eating it in exactly the right way, too.
3: Well where in when I where I grew up in Malaysia, um all the um, men would be very impressed if you could eat a lot. Really? Which I think was part of the reason I became so fat. Because yeah. uh, I would be eating at a buffet or something, just loads. And um, the other men would tell my dad, sure? Which just means, wow, he can eat. <laughs> and my father would go, yes, yes. And pat me proudly on the back. And I think on your, on I, I your fat, internalized fat internalize that that was an impressive thing to be <laughs> able to eat a lot. So I just ate and ate and ate and
1: ate. So <laughs> Ballooned. so it was like a, like a strength thing? Or just like, wow, what a what a
3: boy. I don't know. It feels like proper oldie worldy, old timey. Um, if you are very fat, you look rich.
1: Rich, or, rich, and sort of splendid. Yeah, yeah.
3: Which is still like it's a. Impressive. It was impressive to be fat.
1: It's still a thing in a, If but it's like in the in the Far East. My limited understanding of talking to uh, friends or mutual friends of ours or friends of mine who are like uh, women from China. It's like very much like a guy thing.
3: Yeah, well, like women is opposite. You have to be so small.
1: Like a tiny a tiny bird. Mm. Whereas if you're a guy, you have to be a blob, a big seal, yeah, a giant walrus of a man. Probably
3: Genghis Khan stuff.
1: Yeah, who's married to a tiny bird. <laughs> <laughs> Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
2: Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com. Hark to me, proud men of Northumberland! Hark to me well before this, our greatest battle to date! Remember, you are not just men of Northumberland. You are the partial landowning class of a feudal and pre-feudal mixture of societies. Yes, you have slightly greater rights because you have the right to carry a spear when called upon by your lord, who in this case is me. And don't forget that your enemy over there across the valley are the equivalent from very nearby. They speak the same tongue as you, but don't let that deceive you. We will defeat them on account of our marginally more efficient pattern welding techniques and our innovative cavalry formations. And the fruits of this battle in which you risk your lives will be that I am in charge of even more people like you and make them do this again and again until presumably I'm dead or bored or overthrown. And you and your family will benefit in some loose, indefinable way, I assume. I don't check in until I need you, which I do today. So, men of Northumberland, grab your spears and shields and get ready to defend your land from essentially me, but different, with different hair, but maybe a slightly, maybe they'll tax you more. The religion's the same. It's hard to say what the point of this is if you're not me. And I am me. And that's why we're doing it. Because I said so. Now fight, brave men of Northumberland. To arms!
1: It's a second can of shminness.
3: Guinness shminness.
1: Um. The, this is us, uh, of course, Phil, exercising our right to bear cans.
3: Our right to bear cans, which we laid out in the podcast episode two or three, maybe?
1: Pretty early on, the old right to bear cans. And way
3: before this podcast could drink. Yeah. Just yeah. when this podcast is starting to walk.
1: Just uh, like uh, George Washington can fought for us. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> to have our right to bear cans. Mm um. hmm. <laughs> What what it, what? Uh, what? The
3: Magna Carta, of course, was uh, yes, nice, ma- that so. Magna Carta <laughs> <laughs> signed by um, from uh, brewers and drinkers.
1: Yes, it was signed by King John after the baronial revolt. This
3: is beyond my. Uh, there were barons, baronial. <laughs> right. Yeah,
1: Th- that's <laughs> the problem. You bought a you bought a knife to a gunfight. Well, a knife to a
3: gunfight.
1: <laughs> 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 What, okay, here's a good question. What booze, if it was the only booze you could ever drink again, would mean that you just didn't drink instead? Rum. Really?
3: Yeah. Rum, so, rum is like, you know, you, you all have everyone has their, their sick booze. Their, oh,
2: and, Vom booze. Yeah,
3: and there have been boozes that I've vommed on that I've sort of um, uh, forgiven mm-hmm. and we've made made up and we've we know get on quite well. Sure. But rum is something that I've never really forgiven. What was the rum...
1: When was rum rumgate?
3: must have been teens, like mid-teens or something. And just... The, but there's something specifically sickly about it. Yeah. It always brings me back to puking. Oh,
1: yeah. And so rum, I think. Is that the only one? Uh, for me, For me, one of the main ones. Not that it comes up a lot. cheap,
3: cheap, bad wine, but that's just bad wine. Yeah. But it, if, like, blanket any type of alcohol, it's, uh... Rum. Otherwise, I'm a bit of a booze and I'll drink anything. Yes. Tequila's not ideal.
1: But really fancy tequila is very vodka. nice, though. Sure. Yeah. If they're fancy and they're in the freezer, they're freezer? nice. Freezer? Yeah, put them in the freezer. Mm. Keep vodka in a freezer for a while. When you pour it, it's like syrupy. Ooh. It's very nice. If it's good. Yeah, vodka or
3: tequila?
1: Vodka. Vodka. Okay. I I. Um, uh, there is some proper way of drinking tequila that I'm unaware of, but Chris, Chris Betts, comedian and friend of the podcast is a huge, uh, fan of tequila, oh, tequila. Uh, and his, in his, uh, li- one of his many lives mm-hmm. as an incredible, you know, private barman, mm-hmm. he knows all the best tequilas and yeah. sipping ones, you know, like nice. The, uh, for me, uh, weirdly, I got really ill when I was a teenager and someone brought Quantro.
3: Oh, like, like that hell. thick
1: orange gloop.
3: Yeah, that that reeks of. This is all I could steal from my parents. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it was
1: disgusting. <laughs> uh, I would never drink again if it was Cointreau. If it was. Um, what uh, Cointreau taste like? I can't even think. Like of it. orange cough medicine. It is. It's orange liqueur, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. What What's that? Uh, that licorice one. Oh
3: fuck, Sambuca. Yeah. Yeah, I could happily. Never, oh yeah, that's the case for me. Sambuca. And-
1: Sambuca is like I always. It's like Bertie Bassett's piss. Just this like gloopy licorice or cum or whatever. It's horrible. It's the worst booze in the world. Malibu?
3: Malibu. malibu? Just the only booze you ever have oh, in your life. That's malibu. There are
1: other flavours though, aren't there? There's like peach malibu. Is
3: that better?
1: It's better than um licorice.
3: No malibu's coconut.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'd rather have nothing. Dude,
3: that was my first ever drink when I started drinking. Was Malibu and Coke. I could only Whoa. drink a Malibu and Coke. Can you believe that?
1: I was from the off. I was a beer guy.
3: That's nice. That's good for you.
1: Carlsberg, tins. Yikes. Beer time. Beer o'clock. <laughs>
3: Um, I found them too spicy. I needed yeah. some lovely sweetness.
1: I was quite lame, and then when drinking became a thing, my ability to drink beer was a real... Da- I couldn't drink a lot of beer necessarily, but I could down beer very quickly.
3: You ever seen someone down a yard?
1: Not live. No. I've seen you know clips of like, watch this person finish a yard of ale. How much is a yard? What's in a yard?
3: Two kids? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, is it... Is the the it glass looks, is it, a yard in length.
1: It looks like four pints. Mm. It looks oh, like you need a distended bully to cope yeah, with Yeah, no I can down a pint in like three and a half seconds. I can finish a pint very quickly. Mm. And it makes you feel awful.
3: It's the bubbles that do for me. It I foams could, you up. Yeah. If
1: it's something like Guinness or Ale, then it's easier.
3: Sure, sure. That's what the pros use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like when you find out that... Uh, is it Kobayashi, the hot dog eating man? <laughs> yeah. He, he dips he his got- hot dogs in Sprite. Oh, really? He dips the bread in Sprite, so does the bread doesn't fill him as much.
3: In Sprite? How does the Sprite help? I know I, I he squeezes it. He squeezes the air out of the bread. I think it's like... To, he, to, to save on space. I
1: think maybe he dips it.
3: He condenses and then it. Maybe like, he wets it.
1: Maybe he like sucks the Sprite out of the bread. And now the bread's like mush.
3: Hmm. If you're Kobayashi, could you please... Please email in. Email in about your t- technique, precisely.
1: About your hot dog eating technique. The, 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 the pattern here, though, is is no gag reflex, which is a kind of creepy... That's like a, a skill that's most associated with creepy sex boasting. How
3: often was stuff trying to climb in our mouths way in the past that we have a gag reflex? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was those eight spiders a year. <laughs> they used to be much bigger in prehistoric times. You had to, oh, you had to really hoik out a giant spider in the
3: cave. <laughs> Do you know how spiders move their legs?
1: Is it hydraulics?
3: Yeah, they have no <gasps> muscles. They just pump blood into the leg they want to extend.
1: <laughs> so their legs are like dicks.
3: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. you got eight dicks. <laughs> Just getting bonus. <laughs> oh, God! That makes it's it... Possibly e- blue ball.
1: It makes it even creepier how quickly they can move.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just awful. blood in the right God, side. they're gross. They're really gross, <laughs> but quite cool, I think. But I think they're quite cool. The
1: design is cool, but they, they themselves, you just think, something primeval is telling me not to trust this creature.
3: Mmm. Yeah. I mean, we're quite we're programmed to trust things the more legs they have. Have you noticed that? We still trust humans. Could you get them? Humans, two legs. Yeah. Dogs, I mean, I don't speak for the trolls I've been facing, but (laughs) I trust dogs a bit less than humans. They have four legs. And then you get to ants, Mm. six legs. And you go, all right, I'm pretty sure these guys are just getting on with their lives. Yeah. Um, I but I'm don't gonna think keep... they have my interests at heart, but um, I think uh, if we stay out of each other's. I'm gonna business, keep an eye on it. I keep an eye on them, but they're not an immediate threat. Yeah. Spiders, eight legs. Get get that thing away from me. Yeah. No Kill way. Kill that thing. Fuck that. Then we get up to fucking centipedes.
1: Yeah, centipedes, millipedes. Then it's no. no, 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 no. And In
3: a millipedes, it starts to drop off actually. When you get to a thousand legs, people go, actually, <laughs> it doesn't really
1: matter. <laughs> they go, uh, he's too busy <laughs> with his legs. <laughs> Ring letters, some phone number, your
3: sister, and your sister, and your
0: sister,
1: and um, sister, correspondence, your sister, and 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 it's me, Ellie. Okay. Uh, from the bees and the vomit, etc.
3: From the bees and
1: the vomit. It's the lady I made sick.
3: Oh, yes, 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 yes.
1: Uh, at the risk of coming across as shamelessly trying to shoehorn myself into the podcast again, I had to share this important news story with you, especially in light of Sarah Brett joining the investigation team setting out to unmask the Slowpoo. poo. <laughs> um,
3: this is um, uh, Radio 5... Presenter Sarah Brent, who is um, intrigued as to who our slow poo is. We no. haven't heard from in a while, actually. Our no. slow friend. No,
1: we haven't. Um, there was a woman in Hong Kong who used her muscles so much when doing a poo, she lost ten years' worth of memories.
3: Oh, I've heard of this.
1: Yeah. I think people tweeted this to us as well. <laughs> okay. We're right on the wire when it comes to uh, slow poo news. Um, she was straining to poo, and then she got amnesia. Could slow poo have had a point all along... There can't be some kind of middle ground on this issue, or can there? Uh, here's a Vice article about the incident, and then and then it links to the original story. Um, doo, 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 doo. I'd
3: love that as an excuse for forgetting names, because I forget people's names all the time. If I could go, sorry, I could you? What's what's your name? I I had a really hard shit last night.
1: <laughs> sorry, I'm so I know we've met before, but I've been having these harrowing poos and. <laughs> My brain is broken from I've all done, the pooing.
3: I've done squeezed your name out of my head.
1: <laughs> I squeezed the poo so hard, your name flew out my head and into the toilet.
3: And I flushed it away. Please help me. I flushed your name away. It, your name is
1: in the sewers now. That's a, those are Taylor Swift lyrics. I flushed your name away. Your name is in the sewers now. It's very... um wanting. That's
3: beautiful.
1: Um, She says, I've been anxiously waiting for you to cover it since the story broke. Incidentally, she says, I stand by my guess. What guess? Of who the Slowpoo is, but I don't remember what it was.
3: Well, it was wrong. Because we don't remember who we said.
1: Yeah. Um, I am more sure than ever. No. And so is my pal Ed about his guess. What's
3: what's Ed's guess? I don't don't remember. You're going to have to remind us of your guesses, folks. Yeah.
1: A lot of people have been having a lot of guesses about old Slowpoo. Um, I will leave you a quick account of a time when I became somebody else's side quest, uh, which unexpectedly switched into hard mode halfway through. Some okay, so ye- a side,
3: for people, for, some, for somebody who's dropped into this, a side quest is just when a challenge or someone's storyline happens upon you in everyday life and you weren't expecting
1: it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you have to choose whether or not to in, engage. Uh, some years ago when I was old enough to have a mobile phone but not mature enough to be on the family plan, my phone was stolen on a train. I was very upset and sought out a helpful-looking stranger to see if they would let me borrow theirs to call my parents. Like a true child of the pre-smartphone era, I still have one or two mobile numbers memorized. Very good. The stranger handed me the phone, and when I got through, my parents were unexpectedly chirpy and happy to hear from me. I was distraught about the phone. My parents said, what time is it there? It was at that point I remember that they were on holiday in Australia, and uh, hence the breeziness of their tone. I ended the call on the stranger's phone as quickly as I could and scuttled away, morti- <laughs> mortified by the enormous charge I had certainly incurred. It was so long ago, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was probably, okay, thank you. Keep jacking it, fondly, Ellie. I
3: always jack it fondly.
1: Yeah. It's the only way to jack it, really.
3: Man, I wonder where that person is now. I wonder if they ever survived that bill.
1: Do you think maybe that, that was what finally pushed them over the edge and they just merged their
3: whole family? <laughs> This bill is the straw that broke the camel's back. And she sees that murder in the papers and she goes, Ooh, yeah. oh, oh, okay.
1: oh, I, yeah. I hope I can talk about this on a podcast at some point. Um, oh, uh, Kate gets in touch. Hey, Hel- Kate. Hello, Pino and P. Wa.
3: That'll be Pier Novelli and Phil Wang.
1: Yeah. Alphabetical order, no favoritism here. Mm. Uh, I had a libertarian idea this week. That was quite possibly the thought of a complete psychopath, and therefore, naturally, I wanted to share that publicly. A dating app that matches suicidal people with serial killers. Everyone! <laughs> 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 Everyone's a winner, keep jacking it, Kate. That's good, isn't it?
3: Yeah, what would you call it? Um, I mean, grinder almost works, if they grind up the bodies.
1: Mmm, Organ Grinder.
3: Um, Organ Grinder. Organ, I,
1: like, I like... Organ is good. Organ Grinder. Tinder. But we're gonna burn your body. Uh, I don't know. Uh, killer. With no E. Yeah. Yeah. Killer.
3: Killer. Because like, that's that for killers. Is, and also it's killer. It's really killer. It's cool. It's cool it's yeah.
1: Fun. And it's for killers and people who need a killer.
3: Um...
1: Do you think a serial killer... Serial...
3: Serial... Cere- I mean, there's a, a podcast called Serial. Uh, yeah. But I think Serial work Because that's dating as well. You, You know... The serial process.
1: Do you think that a serial killer would still enjoy it if it was in that scenario? It was potential. Like, yeah. No, probably not. Right. With I mean, rocket... some would.
3: Some just want. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm projecting here.
1: Godlike power.
3: Yeah, but there's no power if if you're sort of um, following someone else's desires, is there? It's it's a good idea. We'll 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 be to it. Yeah. Um.
1: We'll, we'll, get, and we'll just sell we it. We'll
3: get the first round of investments. But, yeah, uh, and we'll just sell it
1: straight away to Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do, want do really... just want to
3: buy out the competition at this point. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. We don't believe it enough that uh, we're going to push it to, uh, to market. but.
1: And we want to retire.
3: But if you have any uh, other ideas, uh, please let us know. We'll be happy to sit around and talk about them.
1: Yeah. Um, Jack gets in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, what double peas.
3: I wonder how he's going to sign off. <laughs>
1: Been listening since the heady days of episode one, and the journeys to work have certainly become more dangerous due to excessive laughing and disgust. <laughs> in equal measure, causing me to swerve across lanes on multiple occasions. Oh, wow. Legendary jazz artist Brown Squiggles being the latest example. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's quite a... I mean, I've laughed in my car, but never... never it's never made my arms go... Wah, wah.
1: It must be cycling. Ah,
3: okay. Good, must be. I balance. Yeah, but I've never
1: laughed so much that I've tried to T-bone a fucking lorry in a car. <laughs> Someday. I would like to submit my idea for a secret bud fan greeting. Initiator. Hey, are you having a bum bum day? <laughs> high risk. Very high risk. High risk.
3: This is why this is so hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could get put in, put in jail.
3: You can't say how you're having a bum bum day. Then, in a, what are you talking in about? In a bar. And then continue the conversation as if that never happened.
1: <laughs> are you having a bum bum day? Excuse me. Never mind.
3: So, what do you want
1: to drink? So, do you... Crazy weather. (laughs) So, so, initiator. (laughs) Initiator. Are you having a bum bum day? Confirmed bud fan. Bud fan. Yep, totally bin bags. Both with finger guns. Keep on jacking it. (laughs) It's a nice thought.
3: It's nice. A lot of working parts everyone has to remember.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'd also like to add that episode 16 should be renamed as the highbrow episode. Given the lack of poo, or we... Oh, really? Oh,
3: I'm so sorry. We hadn't noticed.
1: Replaced by discussions around movies in Commonwealth countries that use a single language.
3: Gosh, we should go back and edit in some
1: farts and stuff. Yeah, just in the middle of talking. Come on, man. What is this? Only connect or something? Look forward...
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look forward to increased poo content in future episodes. Koji. Keep on jacking in.
3: Oh, wow.
1: Jack. Pretty Koji. good.
3: I was like... At first, I was like, isn't that the guy... Who stole all those kids? Koji <laughs> Koji 2012. Was it
1: 2012? Coney. Fuck, it was 2012, wasn't it? Coney 2012. We're going to get him, they said. And Kony they didn't. I think he's come up on this before, Coney.
3: Yeah, this is a Coney heavy podcast. It's <laughs> Farts, poo and Coney. <laughs>
1: That's how we sell it to people. Farts. poo It's Kony. Farts
3: meets poo meets Coney uh, 2012. Stop Coney. <laughs> I'm gonna have another beer. Do it. Age. Age takes time. And your age is now 18. You're 18 years old. My, my. Ain't you beautiful? 18. So young. So pure. So tender so legal mm. age you're finally of age you're finally old enough to drink and vote and fuck all at the same time if you want it if you don't mind getting banned from your bowling station you could drink and fuck and Vote for a counsellor. Age. You're finally old enough to drink lucky Kentucky bourbon. So do. We invite you to. We'd like you to. Let us in. Let us in to your burgeoning adulthood. Let us in Unprotected. Let us in unequivocally. Let us into you and keep letting us in to your body for the rest of your life. Lucky Kentucky bourbon. Because sometimes age, well, it's all we have. Well, age and delicious. Kentucky whiskey.
1: Phil's got himself another cold another one. sweet
3: cold brewski. Ah. Ooh. Delicious. And these are those dangerous size of cans that are like Coke can size. But yeah. It's beer. Well, you go, this
1: isn't a drink.
3: Yeah. It is. It, they're only um, two thirds the size, which means I can have six times as many.
1: Yeah. That's how I was. That's how I've only, I've, I'll have three half pizzas, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, hello P two P sharers. Nice, nice. I've
3: always wanted something like that about P two P, and that's done it just fine. Thank you.
1: A genuine highlight of my week is waking to find a new bud pod waiting for my ears. Thank Aww. you. I have a couple of things I'd like to mention. What like just
3: One. One. taken a dump in your bed? <laughs>
1: <laughs> a big poo made of <laughs> chuckles and uh, riffs. Uh, one, regarding Sweet Sixteens, etc. Is there a point at which being a Sweet 26, not for any religious reason, becomes so uncool that it's cool again? Or is it more like so innocent it's now perverted? Asking for a friend who is now nearly a Sweet 27.
3: Wow, interesting.
1: I think it becomes cool again. Or it becomes cool in the way that it's impressive. And you know what would make it more impressive? If you clothed it in some sort of Buddhist thing.
3: Let's be honest. In the West. It very much on... How this, who this person is. Yes, that's true. And 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 how uh, intentional this is. If this is due to some adherence to a faith or a belief or a philosophy, I think that's pretty cool.
1: He says not. He says he specifies not for religious reasons.
3: Not for religious, mm-hmm. but then that that implies that it is still by choice. Yes. Which I think is cool. I it, think that's impressive. It's certainly impressive.
1: Self self discipline becomes impressive post.
3: 21
1: Mm -hmm. where it's like wow you go to the gym or do your taxes that early or whatever Mm -hmm. you're sort of impressed by it yeah i think that's probably becomes cool again but it does depend so much on context it's quite hard to say um you could yeah just say you don't have to say it's for religious reasons but you could be sort of really moral and philosophical about it
3: I can't think of any moral phys- philosophical argument that I would agree with that could argue for it.
1: Um, I think uh, you could argue like, like they go, "Oh, I want it. I want. I want to use the novelty of the first experiences to shore up a relationship with someone who I'm already certain is the right one."
0: But I so think- they'll
1: never be. They, they're securing themselves against experiential doubt,
0: maybe.
3: But those of us who have had sex by this point know that there is really nothing special about that first time.
1: But sure, but like maybe this is going to be like one of those people who they, they never blacked out drinking booze as a teenager. Because they're like, yeah, I didn't need to drink that much. Right. So then they'll be like, ooh, they already knew that. You could dress it up like that.
3: Right, but without alcohol doesn't taste any better for your experience with it, really. Whereas sex is better for your experience.
1: Yes, but it, like, it's like The Matrix, if you don't know that. Right. If you don't know any alternate realities. but
3: well, eventually you will, because you eventually get better, and then you'll look back and go, oh, why did I put it off that long?
1: I suppose Cause so. Because it just
3: meant it was bad when I was 27, instead of bad when I was 18, and then very good by the time I was 27. But then
1: the other 18-year-olds you're fucking at 18 are also bad.
3: Yeah, so you all get it out of the way together.
1: Yeah, but if 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 this person oh, right, right, right. 27 so his, his
3: partner might be better, right? Okay,
1: maybe that could do it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's impressive.
3: It is. I'd say it's cool, only because of how, mainly because of how rare it
1: is. Rare things are cool. Yeah, that's how the economy works.
3: It's uh, it's also quite hipster. It is quite it, hipster. Pure in that way. I only
1: fuck tea. I only mm-hmm. fuck uh oolong that sounds painful. tea. Just yeah. in a mulch. <laughs> Keeps my dick young. That's what you should say.
3: So what is the question? What's the Just
1: question? that. Just okay. Just that. Uh, that's number one. Number two, most cool and cool could be goths. Goths are cool as teenagers, but it takes so much time and effort to be a goth that it surely hovers just above the Louis line.
3: Are teenagers, are, are, are goths ever cool?
1: A, a teenage goth is cool, I think. Oh,
3: yeah, all right, all right. A
1: really good goth. When you see one who's really gone for it, you're like, fair fucks. You've pierced your whole face. You've done it. You've got blue hair and you're just living like that. They've really, like, you've as got Jack, to
3: invest. Has Jack said, that's cool, uncool, uncool, cool.
1: Most uncool, cool. So it's cool, but it's right, it yeah, takes it, so much effort. Yeah. You've really got to, like, invest in your own appearance so much. Um, coolest uncool. So it's uncool, but it's the coolest uncool. Would be eSports. So video games... Uh, well, like esports stars in Korea and Japan are actual mm. superstars roaring crowds they make yeah. them super cool but that's they always have very that very rich yes but then uh, they always have that attitude of yeah but it's just playing games from the rest of society I think that's true yeah yeah
3: absolutely
1: yeah it's still just like yeah you know I've got a I'm rich and I have this sports car it's like how would you Starcraft it's like you're gonna get that sports car bullied away from you <laughs> Um,
3: I, I think what's, what's especially uncool for me what is fundamentally uncool about it is Making money off someone else's creation. You didn't make it. You just got very, very good at this very specific thing. Mm. Which I guess is very similar to most other sports. But yeah. at least something like, I don't know, the skeleton in the Winter Olympics. is so specific, but yeah. it, it is not paid. And dangerous. It is not paid. You don't become famous or rich from it. And you go, yes, good, correct. Because that is too specific yeah. to get paid a lot of money for.
1: Also, a lot of sports, physical sports, they make you more attractive the better you get at them. Because mm-hmm. you're all muscly and yeah. fit so it's the
3: opposite of the video games
1: yeah the better you get at video games the the blobbier in my experience you become um, my peak video game skill has coincided with blobbiness <laughs> yeah. points in my life uh, and then he basically just says thanks for all the great uh, potting I hope this finds you jacking it uh, from Scott and Scott also says he found uh, Keanu Reeves cyberpunk <laughs> uh, very endearing oh great yeah. he says it was very beloved and endearing
3: yeah they're calling it the uh, Reeves-nessance, you
1: know. Yes, yeah, yes, he's everywhere now. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, he says he's an, uh, English as a second language teacher. He says, if you think that I'm not going to teach my students that, that like a Nazi without a spark plug is, a, is not a real expression, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> so hopefully a load of confused uh, recent immigrants will Did we be... They would
3: decide what the phrase meant, like a Nazi without a spark plug. Like mm, you was... just couldn't, you
1: couldn't get any, any further. You can't just do it, you're just broken for the day. Right. Okay. Like a hangover. <laughs>
3: Like a Nazi without a spot blow.
1: Yeah. I like that. It's good. That's great. Uh, so, uh, we'll get one from Elliot. Oh, hey, Hello, British Petroleum. BP. Yes, very good. Very nice. I love that sort of thing. Um, I'm a PhD student from the UK, currently doing research in the American Midwest. Wow. Corn, guns, militia. The Midwest. I'm, I started listening to Bud Pod whilst working in the archives. <gasps> the archives. <laughs> I love that kind of thing. The archives, mm. and have managed to work my way through every episode in just a few days.
3: Wow.
1: Uh, I broke out in unadulterated laughter during Phil's retelling of the I fucked a dog (laughs) story, causing the archivist to ask me what I found so amusing about American propaganda programs in Cold War Southeast Asia. (laughs) All I could say was, okay, thank you. (laughs) My most uncool, cool thing is traveling for work. Sure, it sounds glamorous, but after two weeks of hotel living and eating out every night, There's nothing I want more than to return to my bum-bum life back home in Nottingham. That is very true. Well, we travel for work and we know it's bum-bum.
3: Yeah, yeah. Travel lodges and stuff. Yeah, it has its very cool moments, but overall it's
1: lonely. Overall, uh, oh no, sorry, also he says, I just wanted to flag up a couple of Japanese speakers that might support or distort your theory that white guys who speak Japanese are perverts.
3: Oh yeah.
1: Jeremy Hunt. Mm. Possible PM, because of his wife.
3: Also possible. No, no, his wife's Chinese. His wife's Chinese. And the gaffe he he made was in front of a room of Chinese people. So she's Japanese. My wife is, now my wife is Japanese. Which is, um, uh, (laughs) which is up there with the worst things you can say to a group of Chinese people after the casino's closing.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, Phil, now that you've said that, I'm sure all the people who hated your white people Chernobyl dogs comment will be just as annoyed at your stereotyping of Chinese people. I'm sure they're very morally consistent.
3: Yes, yes, absolutely. They, uh, they, they just hate racism of all kinds.
1: They're just so keen for a world of tolerance. Uh, Jeremy Hunt, Steven Seagal, I mean, that's a Stephen I mean, you know, Steven I think, Seagal I mean, is one of the perviest me, looking men in the world.
3: I have to say, is it Steve? Scott. This is Elliot. Elliot, fucking we moved on the case. I have to say, Elliot, that I think you're proving my point with both yeah. of these men.
1: Well, he says support or distort.
3: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Um, so Steven Seagal looks like a pervert that you've carved out of a big block of ham. He looks yeah, like he does not look well. Gary Lineker, he's
3: speaks Japanese. I
1: know. Yeah, apparently. No, Apparently. Really? What's Japanese for crisps? I guess Cris- he must know. Carispo. Kari- Crispu. Crisp.
3: <laughs> yeah, it
1: wouldn't be far off I have to say it's got what, or like is it one of those things like when stuff is in German it's really long in it sense for like very thin finely sliced fried potato fragments or whatever
3: exactly, Japanese always go for the shorter they just that's go for the English that's true the English don't they
1: thing. they're very efficient Oh, well, it
3: might be cheap it probably be cheap because it probably be the American version cheap yeah. yeah yes ch- yeah, that must be yeah they
1: definitely yeah. go for the American version above crisps yeah yeah uh, Gary I don't know maybe Gary Lineker is a perv Hard to say.
3: I don't think he is. I've met him in, in real life and he's um, actually a very sort of charming, magnetic man. Mm. Not to say he couldn't be a pervert, but I don't think he needs to be.
1: And then Roy Hodgson, who it's I'm Roy given Hodgson. to understand is a football man.
3: Yeah, he's a football manager, isn't
1: he? I think so. Sorry, Elliot, we're but not these those...
3: These people speak Japanese. Apparently. I'm amazed. I'm
1: more suspicious that Roy Hodgson doesn't, but that's based on nothing. Because, uh, Elliot, neither me nor Phil are ball men. Uh. Ah, delicious
3: uh, just crunching the
1: cans there can.
3: on our heads very slowly
1: oh it hurts ah. oh it's in my skin
3: well there it is Bud Pods finally 18 um, I hope you enjoyed your right to bear cans uh, let us know what you uh, you drank along with this podcast let us know what you bore um, um, I, a lot of people I know listen to this podcast in the morning so mm-hmm. uh, these submissions could potentially be uh, very depressing
1: very depressing, or just uh, people pretending coffee is beer, I guess.
3: Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We'll take that. it's, a, it's still so vaguely narcotic.
1: That's it's still a drug. It's still a drug. And we don't... Uh, we, we want you to keep dreaming of a future where, of course, you have the right to bear cans <laughs> at your desk. But don't try and initiate the revolution yourself on your yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll just get... It'll be like Tiananmen Square. You'll get wiped out... And it'll have a visual, a strong visual impact for years.
3: And we don't want to be but so it won't... seen as a violent movement.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. We, we need to win the hearts and minds and mm-hmm. stomachs and livers yeah. of the people before yeah. we move in open uh, space. Before we reveal ourselves.
3: But thank you for uh, joining us. And uh, here's to uh, the 21st... Uh, episode where this podcast will finally be able to rent a large vehicle in continental Europe. And drink in America. Of course! Because they're course. fucking backwards.
1: Because they're insane. You could buy a two-two hunting rifle at twelve <laughs> in fucking Alabama or whatever. You can't drink or get an abortion. Incredible. The two funnest things to do, I'm joking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh they're gonna Joe Brand you They're gonna cut off the I'm um, joking bit there. They're gonna Joe
1: Brand me They're
3: going to Joe Brand
1: you hard I can, My fringe show Could use the publicity That's true To be honest And me and you are both doing The Edinburgh Fringe In about o'clock. a month
3: Yes In a month If any of you all are at The Edinburgh Fringe You know this Please come to our shows Both of our shows You can do the one too What time are you? 7.15 I
1: don't know if they can
3: Oh no they can't I'm at 8 o'clock uh, But do come along to both And say hi Always happy to meet a, a Podbud Um, And keep jacking it. And keep jacking it, I suppose. Uh, See you uh, next time. See you in a week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS.